Yo, well, yeah, my boy. That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody, this is ethnic ish and more. Yo, yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you gon' still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard ethnic ish and more, cuz? They got more shit on there, cuz. They doing past political shit, nigga. They doing relationship shit. Like, Mark Ali mad at me for cheating no more. Yo, shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cuz jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. What's that place you've always wanted to try? Well, you're there. Sharing plates with just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. The hash on deck to be way more than half-baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody. This is ethnic-ish and more. Hey, yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you know, still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard ethnic issue more, cuz? They got more shit on there, cuz. They do a past the political shit, nigga. They do a relationship shit, like, my girl ain't mad at me for cheating no more, yo. Shout out to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz, oh, maybe she got me jelly, cuz jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on my nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check this shit out on Neighborhood, cuz. It's on till it's gone, so I got you know now. Is you with me or what? Damn, I lost DMX. I really hope you rest in peace. Learn so much from the dog, a nigga earned a better degree. Nick, Nick, throw that shit back and give a thug about Who's all on my collarbone? Like I got a collar on. You ain't got no check for me, don't check me. I'm not at home. Get the black and over the green like I'm camouflaged. Some niggas out, you wish you looked this good. Miles are tall, but you must be bothering us when we be bothering for. Yes, they call it whining, cause you keep your feelings bottled up. It's better all the time, just like that bottle does. You gon' miss your call and you keep falling in and out of love. Looking for some insight on the way my pen writes. It suits me, I go line for line like a pen strike. It suits me, then I trim it down until it fits right. It suits me to know I'm still working while you sleep. This little Uzi make my shoulders shake kick like him only. Take a drink. Tell your Jesus, tell your Jesus, can't no nigga walk on me. Stay your lane. Black King, yeah. I didn't put some worry in their eyes. Nat King, niggas, get the heck and squirt around the whites. Maxine, came from the most known for the sides. They gon' paint me on the wall when I die. I'm a motherfucking legend, I've been blessed, so now I'm blessed. Oh. Teaching about investments, going vest into some equities. You can buy some drawings, you can appreciate them. But soon as you take them hoes off, they start depreciating. Oh, oh, oh. I'm in my kitchen, sit, they fall out when I brush my teeth. Don't hide your hand if you're throwing stones. Don't nothing good come from doing wrong. Don't sell your soul, nigga, sell your songs. I'm in my kitchen, sit, they fall out when I brush my teeth. Don't hide your hand if you're throwing stones. Don't Nothing good come from doing wrong. Don't say your soul, nigga. Say your songs. Damn, I lost DMX. I really hope you rest in peace. 
learned so much from the dog, a nigga earned a pedigree. Shout out to Nando STL with that first video we played. Granny said, man, I'm still mad I missed the video, Nando. Um, I'm finna do a whole, I'm finna skate in my crib, mm-hmm. and I'm finna do a green screen video. I'm gonna skate behind, with a green screen behind me, and I'm finna edit myself in the video, because I should have been there. <laughs> so y'all be on the lookout for that, because they should have never taught me how to do green screen. I know I put myself in all type of shit now. Right, the re-release. Oh, bro, I'm finna go back in time. That's gonna be my whole angle. I'm finna go back in time, bro, to all the videos, any show segment I ever seen that I felt like I should have been a part of. I'm finna go script myself into their show. Hey, do that uh that fantasy <laughs> slide, that fantasy uh. <laughs> I'm finna take it over. Hey, that whole thing was skating on the beach. Look, I'm finna take it over. Take bro. your Venice Beach footage from there. <laughs> my 
bro. I'm finna create my own Venice Beach in the crib. That's what I'm doing <laughs> for. I can make my own new shit, y'all. Hell yeah. But look, man, first and the second song, man, shout out to Reese Young, man, Riverfront Times. That was a leak. Home he let wrong. me leak it. But that was one of the new tracks coming up off his upcoming album, Heart of the Loot. Yeah. Heart of Loot. So y'all make sure y'all stay tuned for that, man. Reese Shout out to the good bros. Two, I think a two-time billboard charting indie artist. Yeah. So in the mid-Missouri, Reese do his thing, man. He got tracks in. He's one of the worthy brothers that I know. One of the first I actually met before I even got interested. So shout out to Reese Young, Black Grits, all of y'all out in Jeff City, man. Then I got to welcome y'all ashy asses back, man. I appreciate y'all kicking it with myself, you know, uh, Nico the Great, and then my, my wonderful co-host in the building, Passmaster. What's going on, man? Hey, good to see you, as oh, well man, as... Good to see you. I see hey, you with that jersey on, Hey, man. boy, hey, Nico done blessed your boy, Look, you hear me? Y'all see the ethnic issue blessed your boy. Hey, if you don't got your ethnic issue more jersey... I'm just mad they did your logo right, man. They did me with the full solid red logo. Your shit. Hey, crazy. but no, that's dope, though. It's actually dope. You like got it, mul- multiple I like joints. That. I like that. I'm going to tell y'all right now, get your jerseys. Copy get jersey. your merch. We about to... Hey, $75 with just the ethnic issue more, 100 yeah. if you want your number, name, and the logo on it. I'm just telling Holla you, you need me, to make I it happen. You, we got the jerseys. I got the karaoke issue more jersey. That one really fires. White and red pinstripe. Uh, hey, so, no, you need, to, you need to do one for for, for something, for the TV. No. Do, do one for the TV and make that mug the sun's I, color. I, got, I mean, I got a sun's jersey. But, I, but if you do what that mug with the sun's on? color, that's going to be got tough. You. I got some, the shoes I painted. Or some them nu- colors for they, uh, they, the Valley jersey. Or the, nu- or the Nuggets jersey. Ooh, man. Look, low-key, the crazy part is, if you look at some of the jerseys on the website that I use, you will notice that a lot of, like, baseball jerseys, football jerseys, is skewed to the way NFL jerseys look. So yeah. if you really wanted to do so, I see them making, like, a Sox jersey into some shit. So I thought about that. I know y'all don't like them. I don't really like the Sox either. I'm from there. Hey, you know what? Nigga. I, honestly, I... People in St. Louis, they be like, I hate the Cubs. I'm like, for what? Like, they lost for so long. Like, you should be happy that they won. Goddamn. And listen, listen, that parade was lit because I called off work to go. And that shit was the seventh biggest world gathering. Shit, man. I believe it. We'll never get another one again. I'm pretty well, sure. You know what? Hey, it might be the Sox Yeah, I, I don't know. If anybody want to win from Chicago? I just want to go to the parade. Not right now, cause COVID crash. So hold up, is it? <laughs> it's Chicago. So you got Wrigley Field and was it Comiskey of, Park? All of them on the red. You take the red line to either one. The red line, South. Which side one closest Wrigley. to the black neighborhood? Which one? Well, black the people. White like? Sox, cause that's the South Side. Oh, okay. North Side get Wrigley. Wrigleyville are like Boys Town. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of self-explanatory within itself. But Wrigleyville be lit. It's all bars and all that type of shit over there. And it's cracking. I've never been to Comiskey. I've never even been to South Africa, either one of them. Mm. And I done been out to the area just to go kick it. Yeah. School in Chicago. We walked from downtown to Wrigleyville one time on some drunk shit. That was like a two-hour walk. But it was lit. When you drunk in the middle yeah. of the summertime show. Yeah, yeah. And three, four people, you don't even realize you don't walk there. And then, you know, you can walk that far just to catch the train. Mm-hmm. Go right back to where we came from. So I ain't got to walk back. So it should be lit like that, man. But like I said, man, I appreciate y'all asking your answers tuning in. Make sure you keep tuning in every week. Listen at 8.30 to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can catch us on MyCityMyMusic.com, EthnicIsYourMore.com. You can also uh, catch us on Spreaker, which is our main outsource. Or shit, if you can't catch us the day of... Replay it on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart. And I keep telling you, I'm going to figure out the other, like, 22. But uh, 
one of these days, y'all, I'm gonna read the whole list off. And y'all never download them, but that's where the people of other countries I'm sure listening to. So I appreciate y'all ashy asses just a sec. Y'all can catch us on YouTube, like, yeah. share, subscribe, ethnic hey, more comment TV. too. Hey, Leave me some, man. I'm tired of them spam comment. comments. They be like, hey, and they put me a bunch of random shit on They be like, bitch, I don't know you. DM us to book. <laughs> Nigga, we got our own shit. We ain't booking with you. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm like, fuck y'all, man. I just, if you're going to leave spam me, spam me a real sentence. Like, right. I'll get better with that one. Then you need to copy and paste it on shit. 20 other t- Just be like, hey, nigga, I'll fuck with you. Then put all the raw, all the other shit. But like, why well, I got to get all the bullshit out the gate? Every time I see one of the spam comments, I'll be like, all I can think of is walking through the mall back in the day and they'll be like, hey, my friend, I got good deal for you. Don't you like gold? Don't you like gold? I'm sure you done been through it as well, Casey. If you in the mall, man, you got to look dead forward from them niggas in the middle. This look good on you. Yeah. I'll be like, how you right. know, man? You ain't even put the shit on. Be like, hey, hey, friend, my friend, come here. My I'm friend, like, I have good deal for you. Because I only got got a few times. I'm like, look, bro, first of all, you ain't going to give me with the fake jewelry. But if you got some other shit right. that's cool, then I'm with. Shit turned green two days later. <laughs> you wore it that first night. you like, oh, I'm hit. Oh, Next time, like. You take off your white T-shirt, it's all... Gold metal yeah. dust on this motherfucker. I'm like, where did you sweat? Gold up your chain? What happened? Put this watch on. Put the David Cash when you rock. Right. Yeah. Oh, motherfucker, wrist gonna fall off before the end of the night. Fuck. Yeah. The motherfucker don't tell time either. Just. I go fuck with him. Just spinning. When I see the Masonic ones in there. Oh yeah. Oh man, let me see that. I get the. I'm like, what you know about this? Hey, my friend. I don't. Hey, my friend. I don't know anything. I'm like, all right, fuck with you. I just want to see. Can you do something? Right. You know. Maybe let me get. You selling this shit? What you selling? The right nigga's supposed to get it. I'm like this. Every time I see somebody with it, I'm like, what you know about that? Why you got it on? Yeah, let me ask a couple questions. Tell me something. Let me holler at you. Motherfucker be like, uh, uh. My granddaddy was one. My great grandfather. What shit, you want to join him? Clearly, that's probably what it is. You want to join him? Yeah, I'm like, what you wearing? What you know what's going to happen? Because you ain't going to get out no tickets. I done got a couple tickets. I had a nigga ask me at the gas station one time. Like, damn, you probably getting out of all tickets. I'm like, nigga, I just got one out of the day. Nah. I don't care about that shit. Hey, I remember somebody asked me that. One of my students said, man, you got to get out of the law. Respect y'all. I said, hey, I remember I got pulled over, and I had a warrant, and I had my jacket on. And I'm sitting there like this. Let me turn my jacket inside out since y'all about to lock your boy up. I'm holding the jacket in there like, Nobody to see this. Man. I'm disrespecting the craft like Look, this. Man, I don't give a fuck about it. none of this. They don't care. Shit, nah, man. your ass will get locked up. Big facts, man. But look, I gotta give my cat five guests from last week. Yeah, not even guests, just shout out to the CEO Unheard TV JP, CEO Jackie JP Phillips. Shout out to Unheard TV team, man. Jake Possible. Yeah, I like the Jake Possible. Yeah. Nice. Shout out to Unheard TV, man. If y'all don't know, if you got Roku. Bro, if you got it as well, download Unheard TV. I produce three shows on there uh, as far as film them, edit, all that stuff. So, man, I, I've been ha- I was having fun doing that. I got some more shows. Season two, I got like four out the gate, but I'm pretty sure. No, I got five. I got a boxing show as well. So, it'll, we're going we gonna to make some shit happen, man. I'm trying to get into this video bag. I never realized I like, I could have saved me a lot of money if I went to college. But it's a cute ornament, like I tell people. It's a wonderful wall ornament. Yeah. Beautiful. Shout out to Lincoln University. Well, that, you know, the main thing, we go to college. You go to college to learn life lessons. See? You know, a lot of people don't use the degree they actually. I, don't, I tell people, I, I'm like, bro, I ain't going to lie. I went to college smoking water reefer and freaking out of chicks. And I had a blast, though. I did do, but I did better in college. 
I took it more serious than I did high school. Yeah. High school, I was there because my mom forced me. After a while, I was like, damn, I got to pay these loans back myself. And no, and wait, look, Last no degree. degree I, I'ma just be honest with you. No degree you get is gonna pay for the amount of college. That you, hey, those student loans. Like a trade, I would hey. recommend take that up. Yeah, I'm take that trade. Take that trade up. Sally Mae is ruthless. Yeah, and they switch names, <laughs> thinking niggas don't know. They be like, Navian, we're Navian bitch, now. You. Like, bitch, you ain't. Like, well, nigga, you just calling me from a different ass number. Ass you the same hell, motherfucker. I blocked their ass. My mama said, if you call me.
and conviction in your mind. The angels have recognized your confident approach, imagination, and affirmative assertion. I'm just you are being prompted by the angels to remain centered, steady, and calm with the knowledge that whatever is happening is in accordance with the divine purpose and at the right place. You are guaranteed that you are guaranteed that you will recognize your intended ambitions. Hey. If you had doubt in yourself, yep. and you listening to that kind of that numerology corner that was given out in regards to the number eighty two, I really feel like if that don't uplift you. I don't know what wheels kind of tell you, like, hey, even though the road is seeming rough and rugged at this moment, stay steadfast. Yeah. Stay on your path because everything, if it was easy, you really don't want to do it. I because you're not going to you If you ain't working for it, like, people who, to me, if I if I was to become a millionaire, I got to, I want to do something to become a millionaire. Right. I really don't want to just hit the lottery. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Because if you hit the lottery, and then the people that blow through it the fastest. Exactly. Because they didn't they they bought a two dollar ticket that turned into millions of dollars and had no plan. Yeah. With now, like if I hit the lottery now, I already have a plan for me being a millionaire in X amount of time. Yeah. Just because that's where I know the route I'm gonna go. So me getting the millions, a lot of this, I'm not even gonna lie, it's gonna be some money fucked off. Oh yeah. But oh, yeah. I got a plan <laughs> for a lot of that money. I got a plan for who I'm taking with me. Fact. But you got your random Joe Smart that just hit a hundred million yeah. after taxes. That may get 60, 70 of that shit. It's just like, bro, I was working a nine to five yesterday. If I go to work the next day, it's just so y'all can fire me. And I'm gonna be the biggest asshole y'all seen on the block. Till y'all let me go. Honestly, I'm a firm believer in this. If if I hit if I hit the lottery, I think the lottery right now is like two hundred and ninety million or something. If I hit the lottery, bro. As long as I can remain anonymous, you know I, don't know, I can't remember if Missouri passed that I law. Mean, not to where I, I where Missouri, you, you gotta show you, you gotta identify yourself. Yes, I, I, that's crazy. Like if if, if I can still work kids, and, you know, and they man, don't know, I ain't even worried about bill collectors. I'm worried about motherfuckers trying to trying to like. Y'all found me. Call me. I'm gonna pay all this shit off because I already got my plan. I've had this plan for years. Navient. I'm paying them niggas off in cash. I'm playing in the ones when I'm I go in. I'm pennies. I need six black employees. I'm finna walk around the building. I'm finna get six black employees up in here. We finna kick it. We finna count this money one by one. So I give y'all all of y'all shit. Yeah. You know what? If I if I hit, shout out to 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 my friend. Well, my sister Drina. She said that if she hit, she paying off everybody's student loans. So I like that. Nico, if I hit, I'm paying yours no, off too. No, if, if if you within that circle, and, and it's crazy because even if you was in that circle, even if I ain't talked to you in a while and I fucked with you, I would take a good like for you win. Say you win three hundred mil. Yeah. After taxes, you can get maybe 190, 200 mil of that. I would take two mil. Like, hey, bro, your student, your student loans paid off, and here is like fifty thousand. Dude, because some of that money you gonna have to give away yeah. before you start buying stupid shit. I'd yeah. rather put that money in the hand because once I give you a certain amount, don't come back. I'm gonna take off. I'm gonna take care of your debt, and then I'm gonna give you money to do what you can. Because usually the money you would have got, you was instantly gonna pay to your, yeah. your debt. Yeah. So I'll take care of two, three meal of that. But after that, man, I'm gonna take maybe a meal of myself. I'm gonna spend that bitch a million. A weekend, we finna go kick it. Do a month of traveling. Hey. I do a whole month of traveling. Countries, all that shit. Every every three, four days, man, I'm somewhere new. Fuck it. Because you got you got to blow it on little shit. But once I get past that, yeah. get my crib, and then 
where we can invest this money so I know this money gonna keep multiplying because that'd be the worst shit. I'm like, bro, you can't afford a hundred million. We ain't think to buy. You got about a million dollars in stock. You gotta be like Shaq. across the board. You gotta be like Shaq about like ten wing stops and. And you ain't gotta run them bitches. You ain't gotta Just run be them. the overseer. Get yeah. you the managers. All of that shit is like, bro, let that money because you should be able to go to sleep. And that bread make him. I'm investing yeah. anything yeah. that I know may pop. I'm. I honestly, I'm. A, I'm. A, if I hit like that, I'm gonna take money that. Or I'm gonna invest in shit that's already popular. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna. I'm gonna buy shit that's already popular. I can't. I can't take no risk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I was watching something. T Pain was talking about how he went from 40 million to zero, and how he invested. But he was investing in shit that wasn't... That wouldn't flip for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody like real estate. Yeah, but neighborhoods change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would do... In the market fluctuate. Exactly. You know, even commercial real estate change. If you gonna get... And, and real estate is cool. I would find shit where I don't really gotta be checking up on too often. I just know, like, I come in maybe once a month. Mm-hmm. My bread gonna come in, like, full... Like, I'm gonna get me McDonald's. I get, like, full prices I believe in. Because yeah. you, you could never not make money with McDonald's. Like McDonald's, no matter where you put it, gonna go. Yeah, motherfuckers getting wing stops. You get when you put new shit in areas that is not located, then it's good and easy way to trickle that money back to yourself. And the, other, the easiest thing outside of the real estate is land. Like I buy yeah. land before I buy a building because I can sit on that land, cut the grass, well until somebody buy my land and want to build something. I want to build something on it. Whatever, she's back in the bed. I seen brother the issue. We told him we was gonna get you back on, man. Man, this is who it Entertainment gave you a shout out as well. That's my West Coast rep right there. I'm in Phoenix. Okay. We got who the West out there. Shout out to Antoine, Big Twan. What up, though? Okay, turn up, man. And look, y'all, we don't <laughs> pass master. Uh, I found two people. Hey, yeah. One person could have been used for this, but that ain't the number I know them by. So I'm Whoa. waiting to who, who was that? Shannon Sharp. He was oh, yeah. on somebody's team. But that yeah, he's more 88, isn't he? 84. 84. Denver. But I found the two brothers did my little research for you, per usual. All right, we got two Hall of Famers this week. Hall of Famer Ozzie Newsom from the Cleveland Browns. You know, he played for the Cleveland Browns. They don't have too many wins in Cleveland. They got a fight. The crazy part is they got a pretty decent team. But this year, that they, hey, they wasted their pick on Manziel. He tweaked out. They hey, but you know what though? They got they got, some, they got they got what they got Baker Mayfield now. Yeah. Uh, they got uh, what's my what's my guy? OBJ is still there. Yeah, he's still there. You know, they so got a decent team. They I just fucking gotta get it together. I, guess. I, I hopefully they got some defense. If not, it's gonna be a long season in Cleveland. Long season. Well, shit, they used to losing, so it ain't nothing new. LeBron and then, championship for 52 years. Right. And LeBron said, I brought you a championship, now I'm leaving. My ass. <laughs> he could. You couldn't say shit about it for right. real. Right. And he doing big stuff. Like, yeah, he from Akron. He ain't got to put on for the whole school. state. He got a whole school there. As yeah. long as you, you graduate from there, if you want to go to the Akron University, you got a full ride. I'm like, nigga, Akron, here I come. Man. Hey, right. I don't give a fuck about none of Unless I got a full ride elsewhere. Ashley, here I come, because you're going to pay for that shit. Shit, I might, I might negotiate, be like, hey, I can get a bachelor's from them. Can you pay for my master's? As long as you benefit the company, I'm sure it would. Mm-hmm. And our next one is Hall of Famer John Stallworth, a wide receiver for the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers. HBCU. He's an HBCU alum. alum. Two times. Yeah. He went there twice. He had a bachelor's and a master's. Yes, sir. He uh, made his name in the SIAC. You know, they in the swag now, but they, he was in the SIAC when he played for him at Alabama A&M University. Go Bulldogs. I really went to Alabama State. Yeah. 
Magic City, huh? That's, hey, that's a rivalry like none other right there. Yeah, I've heard. And he was inducted into the Black College Hall of Fame in 2014. Now, I ain't going to lie. I saw I saw a video on TikTok where dude was hating on John Stallworth. He was like, hey, John Stallworth numbers, you know, over the course of his career was literally, like, he played for, like, 14 seasons, right? His numbers added up was, like, four Calvin Johnson's numbers. And I was like, well, you got to look at it. It's a little different football game Calvin now. Megatron was the shit. Like, he was an awesome Like, I ain't even a big football person, but it's like, that nigga? Yeah. Look, you, I know you know, like, he's, that's Detroit. Can like, anybody can get in the yeah, he was a monster. Like, them numbers, like, Brandon Crazy in a short amount of time. Yeah. Like, he did that in half the time that half other time. people did. But you no know, they get, no. They do, that sh- they do crazy numbers with smart Barry Sanders. It's like, they get heat. <laughs> it's but, small amount of time. But you know what, though? They also smart too. Calvin Johnson got out before his body pushed him out. Barry Sanders got out before his body pushed him out. Think about how many I don't athletes. Think he wanted to, though. I, yeah, I know. I thought he was trying what, to get yeah. off the contract and they wouldn't let him. Well, it might have been his that too, but but his body his body was like he really his think about it. if you if you go out there and you a running back or a wide receiver and your job is to get hit yeah. and you getting hit no, every game. Taking them niggas' brain now hey. and testing them because. You know, I playing high like high school football now is a little. I ain't gonna say it's softer. It's smarter. It's smarter. Because when we when I was in high school, we had we had we had drills like bull ring and shit. And you get you getting hit from all type of size and shit. Like, yo, the what what could happen to you? I'm surprised more people didn't die back in the day playing football. Especially like some of the drills we had out here was just crazy. You know, but now it's a little smarter and I think people are realizing brain injuries and body injuries a little bit more. So but man, hey, I know, I know, we about to get to the good shit. Man, hey, it's football to. season, y'all. High school football kick kick off this week. Uh, week zero in college football. If you've been watching NFL, the preseason, I think we about to be week three on that. It's football season. This is my favorite time of year. It's this and Christmas. That's it. Look, fact, <laughs> man. I wish one day, man. I'm gonna bring a. We are gonna make a video and I'm gonna show y'all his garage. Oh, I ain't been in there. Oh, wait, look, hold up. Hey, while, speaking of that. My sister drops the YouTube video on Saturday. Saturday. He got the, a whole garage with the turf on the floor. Yeah. Black I, colleges all over. You could, okay. That, pandem- that pandemic, type shit, the pandemic got, you know, uh, Idle Mind is a devil's workshop. Yeah, I know, I'm sure y'all done heard that before. And, but my devil was football. Mm-hmm. And, and, and my wife was like, you can't have a man cave in the basement. I said, oh, okay. But you. you don't got nothing in this garage, though. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, yeah. Well, no point. Usually, it's a single, it was a single car garage. Single car garage. Hell, we had never, we had never parked in there. We had been in the house over a year. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. like, well, shit. So I turned that mug into I a can't man wait cave. To see the video, because I remember, I'd have been in there when it wasn't none of the video. Yeah, he he remember when it was just, just a regular garage. ass garage. No, no, no drywall, no walls, nothing. That's a, he. You could see the, the insulation. Pictures, fire. Yeah, we got. I got turf and everything. I, need some I got I got it's, turf. It's, it's I got hard. arcade hoops. I got old school uh, video games, dartboard, three TVs. Yeah, I bet you got an air conditioner. So I so it was well, connected to my house. So I I, I was already it was already central area. Oh. 
So it's fire, man. LED lights, all of that shit. This is what we strive for. Yeah, facts. That's yeah. That's all dudes be wanting. I'm like, I just want a room where I can go chill in. Where you ain't got to look. Me and you getting to it. I'm just gonna go in this room. Hell yeah, go in the room, close the door. That's what I tell people. I'm like, look, I'll be telling my girl, like, me and you ever argue? The first is I'm going. The furthest I'm going is to the skating room. Yeah. Other than that, if I have my own type of room, I can do me. I'm chilling. Hey, wait, look. My my boy KC Hood man, if you if you got something from Michigan State up there, send it down to your boy so I can put it in there. I got a I got a mini helmet, but I'm sure you got you got way better stuff up there. Send it. If, I got you. If that's if the, if you, you got another squad in Michigan, I got a I got a kid right now. One of one of our bros, his son played ball at Western Michigan up in Kalamazoo. You know what I'm right. saying? Uh, uh, damn, Keith Jones out of 167. His son okay. is a DB up there, uh, starting that corner. For Western Michigan, man. Really? So if you got something, hey man, send it down I'm my way. My, roommate, my first roommate was from. I got you, man. I'll do Western Michigan. Yes, sir. Okay. My, my first room, my first two roommates was from uh, Buchanan, Michigan. Never heard of. It. Yeah, Buchanan, <laughs> Michigan. He and, said that's in the cut, cut. Now nah, you don't want to go there. South Bend. South Bend, Indiana. Southfield or no, Southfield? No, so I had a South Bend, Indiana, but. Buchanan, Michigan. My first two roommates was from there. I was like, bro, where the fuck is... I'm like, nigga, everybody I knew from Michigan, I asked them about They said the same shit. They're like, bro, I ain't never heard of that shit in my life. It was hey, super I, small. Hey, Buchanan is like somebody saying, like, goddamn, Hannibal, Missouri. Yeah, fact. Yeah, Hannibal, right. you, like, you, blink, you blink, you pass the whole city. <laughs> Hell yeah. Driving by. But look, man, we got a good time interview, man, with Casey Hill and Hill Illustrated Magazine. So, bro, for those who just kind of tapping in, may not listen to the introduction, or may not have seen everything. And they'll be able to find it if they look at the links on the stream as well as on the podcast. I put all y'all links in social media, your website. So I'll put the reach for your website to get to all your issues. But let our listeners know a little about yourself and your magazine, Hood Illustrated. All right. That's what's up, man. Appreciate y'all having me in. and uh, me. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah we're good. All right. So we, uh, we based out of Lansing, Michigan. A lot of people get it confused when they think about Michigan, they think about Detroit, but we are based in Lansing, Michigan. It's a lot of talent here. Uh, started the magazine back in 2007, 2008. Uh, started off with the, uh, instead of Hood Illustrated, I went ahead and got the name Hood Illustrated trademarked it. Okay. And uh, started off with MPV, Midwest Point of View, because you know, Midwest is my thing. That's the reason the magazine started to put some shine on us because the South was shining, uh, West Coast was shining, East Coast. But we was like the for, forgotten little stepkids, the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was the goal initially to go ahead and, and jump off the Midwest and, and basically put some shine to artists in my city. You know, I was a CEO uh, of a record label just for Enemy Records. We did out the trunk masterpiece selling you know you know thousand thousand mixtapes and all that but um i could never rap so i just started off uh doing promotions and figure out there's no magazine there's no source magazine there's nothing in this area so i decided to go ahead and create the ozone of the midwest which is hood illustrated um but yeah man i'm about networking and building um i'm about breaking artists finding out what the next big thing is, uh, bringing attention to the culture that we live in. It could be music, entertainment, uh, cultural, politics. We cover everything. So we just want to make sure that 
uh, our readers are, are are tapped into what's relevant right now, not just the music, but uh, anything that deals with our culture uh, as in hip hop, because we run the world. I mean, facts. we got white folks trying to do everything that we do. Yeah, facts. facts. Yeah, so that, that's just a hood illustrated in a nutshell. Uh, we 15 years in, started off as MPV. Uh, I ended up testing the market and seeing that it was an outlet. So when I branded myself and branded my the name and, and got it official, uh, oh, man. Oh, man. oh, man, he'll be back in, man. We done, He done had some issues y'all saw earlier, man. We ain't going to let that razzle-dazzle us. But Hood Illustrated is a decent magazine. Like I said, I was blessed enough to get, be fortunate to be in it. Yeah. Like, it was four blogs that they did, but I got to be the featured one because I fucks with Adam. Yeah. And I got a whole, uh, I'm on the 13th page, but my whole segment is on the 14th page. Yeah. So shout out to them. Shout out to Yayo the General. I talked to her earlier. Shout out to Melanie Marie, yeah. my past co-host that was on the building. They on the bigger, better things, doing other stuff. But uh, you know, it's all. I'm love. still waiting on Yayo to give me that workout plan because she be killing it, man. Oh my mama should be here. We go here. We go, bro. We got you back. We got you back, bro. Oh, we got you back. See, bro. I'm on some hood shit. I'm on some hood shit right now, man. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta, uh, you know. Uh, Hey, it be, let me do my thing. It, it be like that, man. We keep look. We know how to keep it flowing and going. So, so quick question okay. for you, man. I know you said the business been around fifteen years. Did you ever think it was gonna get to where it is now? I never thought of it. I thought um, I was definitely just representing for my city. Uh, but things changed. Like a few years after the magazine dropped um, through networking, I was able to interview Freeway Rick Ross. Mm. Um, American Gangster Freeway Rick Ross. So uh, I interviewed him through a connection. He was at the halfway house. And when I got him on the cover of the magazine, I also had the affiliates with Willie the Kid, DJ Drama, a lot of dark man. I had a double edition at that time. And the magazine was small. It was like this small, like a little small version. Yeah. And when I put Freeway Rick on it, it took the magazine from being a regional magazine to being a global magazine. So at that point, I realized that, you know, people rocking with me all over the country. And it was just like, let's go ahead and, and, and make it bigger. Let's go ahead and reach other people. Let's go ahead and, and tap in with the, the movers and shakers in the industry. So it just became like an independent thing. It came like a, a like a cult following. You know, everybody wanted to be in it. So. I never thought that it'd be what it is now, but once the bill, the wheels start rolling, you know, I was all for I was I was for all the smoke. I was at every event, uh, networking, handing out business cards, uh, you know, going all over the country, just just uh, you know, d- discovering talent and, and highlighting the good things. So, how, how often do does uh, does the magazine come out? Like, what what's the schedule of it? Again, it's on some hood shit because we, <laughs> you know, we got to have advertising just like you guys have advertising. And um, so I try to come out every quarter. Uh, with the pandemic, I had to sit back and fall back and kind of um, evaluate the situation. But I came out of the pandemic, you know, going crazy. So we don't drop three issues in the last year. Yeah. Uh, we got another issue that's dropping tomorrow. Okay. Uh, we got this one right here dropping tomorrow. 
Okay, y'all see uh, it. Yeah. Y'all see it here first. Yeah, right? Russell Gear, he's an entrepreneur. He's a uh, a clothing designer. Okay. So it just ain't about rappers. But then on this one, we got Free Ray Rick coming back again for our West Coast edition. He got his own cannabis um, yeah. uh, flower. And, you know, he got a boxer. So we got the West Coast representing. So this is the next big thing right here, Hood Illustrated West. Shout out to Big Twan out there in Phoenix, out in L.A. So we just kind of growing, man. We just organically growing, and, and it's a blessing. The Lord has been blessed me with uh, a lot of opportunities lately. In 2021, uh, it's been a, you know, uh, some ups and downs. Yeah. But on the business end, it's it's actually looking pretty good. But Especially speaking to y'all right now, I get to tell it. But you know what though? That every him explaining that to me, I'm automatically thinking back to our numerology corner. When the when the road got rough, you know what I'm saying for him, he he stayed the course, mm-hmm. and now he went from Lansing to he global. Yeah, bro. That's, yeah, that's how you got to do it, bro. As long as you stay, consistency and dedication move you in the direction you need to go. You know it's crazy. I'm in my classroom. My favorite quote is from Denzel Washington. That mug say, "The goals on the road to achievement are only met." By discipline and consistency. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? That your consistency is what push you because if somebody can see that you willing, the same thing JP said. She, she hit me up around episode 50. Yeah, I'm at 82 now. I've been wow. here every week, no matter how I feel. Mm-hmm. And the long as I'm able-bodied, long as it ain't nothing where I can't be around people, I'm here. Yeah. And whether it's my other episodes where nobody showed up, and I had to do it myself, but it, it don't make it's, it ain't like damn they ain't here. It's like, well, fuck it, the show don't stop. Yeah, like, this is my gotta dream. move on, yeah. This is my dream. So, look, bro, what if somebody, you know, is wanting to get featured in your magazine or wanting you to hear about their story, their brand, their music? How, like, what what is kind of like the process for that to like to happen? Uh, it's real easy, man. I'm, I'm really not hard to find um, my phone. I mean, DM. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm really not that hard to find. So just reaching out to me and telling me their situation. You know, it's a lot of time that it's a lot of people that get on the cover of the of the magazine, such as you know Adam. Um, I didn't know Adam from anybody in the world. I just knew he was on his grind. And back in 2000 and probably 2012, I threw him threw a business card in there and just shouted him out. I didn't know him, but I just knew he was in the Midwest doing his thing. And then through that time, we ran into each other at, you know, maybe every A3C or South by Southwest, uh, Chicago, Cleveland, different places where we both as tastemakers were at. And eventually, you know, we worked out a partnership uh, where anybody that went to his website, if they wanted to get in Hood Illustrated, you know, I give them half off or if I wanted somebody on his website, I'll shoot them and you know, it's more about networking. Yeah. So what I do is I show love similar to y'all. I threw you in there and highlighted your situation because I looked it up and I'm like, man, this is pretty dope, right? This is something that I want to build with. And then from that point, you know, it's going to build onto something else. I'm on your podcast right now. Yeah. That's the, yeah. oh, we're going to do a feature on you in the hood illustrated. So with me, it ain't all about the bread. It's about the hustle. So if you got your hustle right and you um, you serious, then we can we can build. We can go ahead and combine different cities. You know, going from Missouri to Michigan, 
Cleveland, uh, excuse me, Ohio, uh, North Dakota. I'm trying to touch every hood. It ain't got to be the hood hood, but I'm trying to touch different markets. I don't. I feel that 100 percent, bro. Like I'm big on every guest I've had. I've reached out, especially more recently. He, we got, I got somebody else to help reach out. But everybody's like, bro, I've seen what you've been doing. It's certain people like I've had people where it's the ability if you want to book an interview, X amount of dollars, we could do that. I'll do my research on you. But everybody, it was just like, I know what you're doing out here. I love what you're doing out mm-hmm. here. I would love to bring you onto my platform if we could collab in that way. And not only do your viewers get to tune in to me, my viewers get to tune in, see what you're doing. It's all about that good networking because everybody right. you don't want to network with, but when you got good, positive network, and especially within our community because yeah. there's so much hate yeah. within the black community to find somebody's like, oh, yeah, bro. As soon as I was able, when Adam called me, like, hey, bro, yeah, I got an opportunity for you to be in this semi X, Y, and Z. What? I stopped everything I was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I'm like, I got the chance to be in a magazine I've heard about before just being in the Midwest because I'm from the Chicagoland area. And it's just like, bro, that's dope. And then I was like, I got the opportunity where he was like, hey, man, you got, you should get him on the show. I was like, bro, as soon as I can find a way, I'm going to make that happen. And it's yeah. like, you do, you manage other artists. It's somebody who put artists on. It's just like, yeah. I pair the episodes the way they need to be because he be moving with some great artists out here. My bro Alonzo over here that's in the St. Louis area that is like, all right, man, you're going to mess around have to do a St. Louis part two yeah. because there's so much out here. Right. So look, bro. What what has been one of your biggest interviews to date? I know you said Freeway Ricky Ross. So outside of him, what is one of them interviews like? Man, I got to make this happen. I'm glad to have this in the magazine. Man, I, I have to go ahead and, and and say some of the artists that I've I feel like I've broken in the Midwest were the big ones. Um, Tech Nine is a big. I didn't break Tech Nine, but his issue was one of the most successful ones. Okay. Uh, Midwest again, Machine Gun Kelly. I actually broke him in the Michigan area because he was in Cleveland, 2010. Mm. Um, I broke him, but some of the top interviews I've had, and they didn't end up on the cover, but I'm proud of. It would be uh, Nipsey Hussle, okay. and. Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle and also Kendrick Lamar. I actually ran into both of them April 1st, 2008 in Flint, Michigan. I had drove uh, from, it was wintertime. No, it was it was still cold out. But we had drove up there because I had connected with J-Rock through MySpace. Okay. And I had him in the magazine, so I went up there, interviewed him. They was open up for game um, in Flint, Michigan. So I went up there, and little did I know that would be one of the biggest events I went to because I interviewed J-Rock, and on stage, his backup person was Kendrick Lamar, which is one of the the Mm. biggest stars in the game right now. But then while I was outside interviewing him, uh, he was like, man, go to the the tour bus right here and holler at my boy Nipsey Hussle. He next up. So I went in there. Mm. They was amazing, and, and I had a dope interview. It was on my website. I posted you know, almost every every couple months, so I interviewed him, and uh, end up linking back with him in 2017 when he came to Lansing, and just it, it started like where from the beginning, you know, I was there to be able to go ahead and put people on to him in the Midwest, and then unfortunately before his untimely passing, I was able to get some more content, another interview, so it's kind of like a full circle. Um, so I would say Kendrick. Um, uh, Nipsey Hussle, 
Uh, Tone Trump was a dope interview. Uh, Needles is from Lansing, Michigan. He's a producer for uh, a lot of hits, a Grammy hit. So uh, I try to keep it hometown. Yeah. But I, I I love the Midwest so much, man. Anybody grinding here, I'm trying to make the world know about them. So uh, I would say those are some of the artists. Cap One, uh, man. There's so many. There's so many of them. But but those are a list of a few of them. Hey, so quick question: How did like? I'm sure you get a lot of DMs, a lot of phone calls about being in the magazine. How do you go about picking who's going to be featured? Um, whatever's hot right now. So whatever's going, whatever the streets is talking about, whatever. Uh, hit, hit me up, 517-410-0500. Nando. People Look up Nando STL, bro. <laughs> He's one of the biggest up next in St. Louis for real. Shout he was right. the first video we played at the yeah. beginning. But he got some, okay. some some big songs on YouTube that's going around. He just did a headline concert out here. Like he about to uh perform with Big Crit on the twelfth right. here and then in the thirteenth in Indiana. And Talib Kwali coming up soon too. So he he making some moves out here for Shout sure. out to Nando. I'll be back in St. Louis soon. We got to do a release party, so we we can definitely link up. But shit, my number been the same for for twenty years. So five one seven four one zero zero five hundred, or hit me up through the DM. And I'm all about networking. So uh, if if it's good business, you know I'm down for it. So you know just j- just reaching out to me really. If it's genuine, then I'm a cool dude, man. I'm 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 definitely all about that business but um yeah just reach out big facts so so what's next for hood hood illustrated uh we got that west coast edition next we plan on doing like a little more video and and making it more digital that way those numbers can raise up and we can get some of those sponsorships uh just doing more shows i did want to mention that we we did our first, we did the first ever uh, podcast magazine okay. back in 2017. Um, me and uh, the Connected Experience, we linked up together in Michigan uh, during podcast month and we dropped our first podcast edition. They had Premium Pete on the cover and we did about 20 podcasts and, and we kind of got things bubbling around here on the podcast and it's just one of those things that I I even forget that that I that, that we did that I don't really put out there, but um, like that customizing um, issues for different people for different uh, brands. Uh, we did a 420 cannabis fest yeah, uh, program. That. That, yeah, just making them more customized and, and, and spreading our wings a little bit more where uh, we're not boxed in and we can network and build. Um, we also got hiphopresource.com, hiphop resource, that's our networking, uh, where we just kind of connecting everybody. And the magazine is different sections. We got hood culture, hip-hop resource, uh, these logos on behind here, uh, certified hood music. So I'm all about branding and 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 I got about fifty web fifty domain names that I own that they're 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 working right now. Where when the time comes, I'm gonna drop them in, and it's gonna be more more revenue, more business. 
Right on, right so look, on. I mean, outside of the number for people that's trying to really tap in with it as far as sponsors, as far as people trying to get in the magazine, where can people find information about you? Where can they, how can they purchase a physical copy or how can they view a digital copy? Uh, hoodillustrated.com. You can visit that. It's, it's a, uh, somewhat like a social media similar to this is 50.com. So you can hit me up. I can put your blog posts up and put your, uh, your video up. Uh, I got all the information there. You can buy the merch. We got the Hood Illustrated T-shirts. We got uh, we got backpacks. We, we got we got a customized 420 Hood Illustrated shirt. We got magazines. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking about dropping my own sweet tea. Um, okay. I'm trying to do it all, man. I'm trying to be on my grind. <laughs> I'm a sweet tea connoisseur. Look, we promote that motherfucker. Yes, I don't drink sweet tea, but. We that's my way. Look, <laughs> shit. That's what I'm drinking right now. I'm drinking liquor. Right. But look, y'all, man. We got to clap it up, man, for my dog Casey here, man. Out there, we had to chop it up with him, y'all. He said he gonna kick it with us. So we about to go on another commercial break, right quick. I got another video, man, from another Lincoln alum. Shout out to our at-home co-host Maria in the building, Miss Maria Grimes, with the info. All out here, man. Y'all make sure y'all pay attention. We're going to get it cracking, man. We're about to play this another track from a link, another Lincoln person I went there with, King Natty. He out on the East Coast. We got a video called Wildlife. And then we'll be right back with that interview with the Alonzo Towns. Yeah, yeah. Wildlife, move like a crocodile, you know the stress. I like that. Yeah. Ah, wildlife, move like a crocodile, you know the stress. Different lifestyle, every day outside. Run up a check, family mob ties, suppressed to the most high. Look at my wrist, right like the sunshine. Check out my drip, wet, slippery stop sign. Well, alright, capping on rapping, we clapping, was cracking my shots as they stay on the south side. The scanning this ratchet, do magic, your body gon' drop like the baseline. Yeah. Yeah, talk to me nice, so don't say nothing. Nah. Fuck is you talking about bad boy? Love a favor, yeah. Wagwan, we golden bowling. Let's make a movie, ooze I'm feeling groovy, smooth. Step in your body, don't try me stupid. I got no time for groupies. See how we moving, ruthless. Ain't got no manners, we setting standards. If you don't like it, sue me. I've been in the streets, getting to the money. Always been real, kept it on the hunt. Envy and jealousy, follow me everywhere. Feel like I owe them something. They can't get none from me. Tell her the truth, I'ma keep thugging. Fuck all that mean muggers. Squeeze the trigger, he won't see it coming. All that tough talk, pussy press the button. Clocks on, sway, step in your face. Please do not violate. I'm in a race to change lanes. Plain Jane, no neck having games. We do not gangbang, but all my cousins and brothers, they be on the same thing. Maintain, keep up my energy safe. We do not feel the same. Applying pressure, trapped and saving the actors. Got to be puff on the regular. Yeah. I he thought it was medical. Uh, Fake niggas playing both sides. He changed up the schedule. Now nah, I know me that millennial. Money back going federal. Ah, while I move like a crocodile. You know the straps, different lifestyle. Every day outside, run up a check. Family mob ties, friends of the most high. Look at my wrist, bright like the sunshine. Check out my drip, wet, slippery stop sign. Well, alright, capping on rapper, we clapping, was cracking my shots, so they stay on the south side. With this cannon, this ratchet, do magic. Your body gon' drop like the baseline. Yeah, yeah. Talk to me nice, so don't say nothing. Yeah. The fuck is you talking about, bad boy? And lava forever, yeah. Wild, wild. We in the streets with it. Officially mean business. Work every day, I gotta get paid, nigga. We in the six with it. Y'all this style, lava away when the fire blast. If I got the spit with the kids, I beg a bitch in a minute. For real, anybody can get it. Uh, 30 rounds on that 40. Spin the block if you want it. And suck your mother to the punch.
police Like a hundred shots is where we rolled in I've been home, look at me right in my face I had to wait, now blessings coming every day You don't wanna race, 200 my dash ain't pushing the brakes I ain't got no cape, ain't saving a home and you know how we play We been the shit you will learn, stay in your lane Perfect timing, ain't no coming in lane Super Saiyan, call me Goku, foes on the Chevy, riding old school new. I remember these niggas old news, Bigs and Wayne ready coming so soon Daddy dropping hits, yeah, we in the bag Keeping it real, most of these niggas be bogus and fake You know the shrubs, why we don't fear? I feel like the man of the year Wildlife, move like a crocodile You know the shrubs, different lifestyle Every day outside, run up a check Family mob ties, praise to the most high Look at my wrist, bright like the sunshine Check on my drip, wet, slippery, stop sign We'll all ride, capping on rapping We clapping, we're stacking my shots to they stay on the south side This cannon, this ratchet, do magic Your body gon' drop like the baseline Talk to me nice, I don't say nothing The fuck is he talking about, bad boy? Turn up, turn up, turn it on up, man. We back, episode 82, Legends in the Making, man. We got, we just interviewed my man's KC Hood of Hood Illustrated Magazine, number yeah. one magazine, number one indie magazine out in the Midwest, man, and now going global worldwide, so y'all going to hear about that all over. Like, he got the West popping. I'm sure the East going to start popping soon. Then the South going to start popping. We going to claim all that now, get that all over. Then we got out of the country, hey, all of that shit, man. In the words of Andre 3000, South got something to say. Look, my mom, they always got something to say. Yeah. And now, man, we got to tap it up, man. We got my V. Yeah. Yes, sir. In the building, man. Studio. Yes, sir. So, look. For everybody who don't know nothing about what you're doing, man, who you are, who your family is, let our listeners and viewers know a little about yourself and your company's Townsend. Is it is it Times Three? It's Townsend and Three. Townsend and Three Agency and Knox and T. For sure. Uh, my name is Alonzo Townsend. I'm the son of the legendary late great Delta Blues and Harry Townsend. Uh, so I yeah, yeah, there we go. Right, cool. Uh, I'm the son of the legendary late great Delta Bluesman Henry Townsend. Uh, recording every decade since 1929. He is the longest American roots recording artist. So I grew up in the business. I grew up in the industry. I grew up in blues originally. Uh, so this is all just like second nature to me. Yeah. Um, I grew up managing. My dad was my first artist that I managed. Wow. Okay. Uh, wow. He taught me the business at nine. I was writing his checks and reading, and reading contracts for him. I'd be in Schnooks writing his checks like a freak show. People would be like, oh, my God, this little this little dude out write checks? So, like, he used to always be like, son, Jesus took over his son, his, his father business at 11. Tell me if I'm wrong. So you need to learn this stuff. So I started off super young. Um, I didn't always embrace it right away. Right. But, mm, fast forward, I love it now because it put me into where I'm at now. But as a kid, I hated it. I couldn't stand blues because it was always old people around. Yeah. And I thought that was <laughs> the perception of it. Um, but uh, I used to read his contracts. I literally, he had a guy, he used to get booked for the Chicago Blues Festival a lot every year. Mm-hmm. And I had to be 12 at the time. 
And he put me on the phone with the booking agent. And he was like, you're going to negotiate this for me. And you're going to tell him I don't come out the house for no less than $5,000. And you're going to tell him I'm going to drive. So he'll pay for my mileage. So I'll be 13. Like, yeah, so um, my dad said that no, you know, <laughs> it's going to be five racks. And it's going to be, you know what I mean? But seriously, and they, he would look That's at me cool. like, make it where they take you seriously. Yeah. Because no matter what age you is, you have the power to make them take you serious. Facts. Yeah. I'm in the chair. It don't matter how old I am. You're not going to get over on me because he taught me. Yeah. 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 And so, that's um, and, and so I, that's why I really learned the game and started doing the work and cultivating. And then fast forward, um, my dad my dad was 96 when he passed away. He passed okay. away in, in 2006. I did more research. I did more research. Um, sure. The next year, he won a Grammy in 2007 for one of his last albums. was Last of the Great Mississippi Delta Bluesmen. It's live in Dallas. It was him and three other legendary bluesmen, Robert Jr. Lockwood, Pine Top Perkins, Honey Boy Edwards. These are all original Delta Bluesmen. These are original music gangsters that laid the bricks to American music. Mm. So, like, on this album, this is over 300 years of music history between them four individuals. They won they, That album won a Grammy the next year after he passed away. I say all this because when my dad started his career, when he made his first record was in 1929, that didn't exist. A right. Grammy wasn't what they so strive for. He started in 1929 and won the Grammy in 2007. He, he, so he probably started playing in the late teens. When he moved up to St. Louis in like 1920, 1921. Yeah. And then first record was 1929 for Paramount Ooh. in a chair yeah. factory. What happened? Alright, took off. There we go. You may have to adjust it. Okay. I'm back. And then move. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm back in business. There we go. Okay, we back in business. Yeah, we back. We good. Yeah. Uh, so their first record was 1929 for Paramount in a cheer factory in Wisconsin. And from that point forward, he either recorded or was, uh, he either recorded or was in a recording every decade since. So it makes him the longest American recording artist. That's uh, dope. American Roots recording artist. Speak about what happened in 1929. Till, the Great Depression. Till he passed <laughs> away. And it's for black people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To know you still was able to maintain, I already did. He started doing shows over Europe. Because that's kind of he realized they the market was there. Yeah. you know that's where that's where uh, a lot of blues art or a lot of artists blues artists here were copied and redone by the Beatles uh, by the Beatles and yeah, the Rolling yeah. hell the Rolling Stones name is from a Muddy Water Muddy song. Waters, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that that's where they got they 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 culture mm-hmm. is really taking our the, the, that that Mississippi Delta that yeah. grassroots culture it's is taking American it and be like oh we are gonna do it over here. And it, you know, they put that white spin on it, and the white people well, love it. What it is is overseas, and even to this day, they treat American music like treasure, like gold. Yeah. They mm-hmm. love our music. They like, even when we talk about blues and jazz, like that is literally gold to them. Over here, we spoil the shit, and we don't give a damn. And we just, oh, you know, it's what's oh, in. Yeah. It's what's in for us, and we adapt. Yep. And that's kind of we'll talk about that in the scene because it's like, okay, copy and paste, copy and paste, copy and paste, because this is what we used to over here. Over there, it's like. Man, what y'all doing is light years ahead of, you know, yeah, well, like you yeah. said, these British and European artists, they follow suit 
off of what American music is. So have you had the opportunity to go down to the uh, Blues Museum Here's on Washington? Blues? Yeah, yeah. so I used to work there a couple of years ago. I was an okay. entertainment manager. So, okay. I, so I was in charge of the of the booking for the inter, the Lumiere Place Entertainment Room. Okay. So okay. all the shows used to come through there on Saturday, on Friday, some Saturday, but Friday and Sundays, I was in charge of facilitating those shows. So is, is your dad in the museum there? He is. Dope. Yeah, so he Dope. is. So you'll see his picture and stuff. In I just see you, you, so you was just on the news. I was. Something. Uh, so, 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 so that's, that's the Missouri History Museum. Okay, they yeah. It's, it's well overdue for this city, but they're doing an exhibit on the history of St. Louis music. So it's called St. Louis Sound. It opens on Friday, but it covers from the late 1800s all the way up to now. Oh, okay. I'm there. It, it has. <laughs> trust me, you want to go. Well, I'm a history it's teacher, so, so I got to go. <laughs> well, I mean, what I mean by that is, though, is like, Dope. you know, you go in some, muse- some museums and it's lackluster sometimes. Yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, man, I was expecting so much more. Like, I love the National Blue Museum and I'm part of that, but it's some things we wish we could add to that and right. there needs to be more because the history of the mo- of mother blues is so significant and that museum should be that right so it's more work to go but it's still a phenomenal place but for the missouri history museum it's like it's encompassing everything it's so many artifacts i walked through on the on the for during the fox two and it still wasn't done on monday they were still tinkering around finishing up so it still wasn't even done but i walked around and it's some artifacts in there that's gonna blow your mind. Mm. You gonna mm. really? so, like so that's why I mean by it's well overdue. Cause it's a lot of people don't know how much music came out of St. Louis. St. Like it's Chuck, Chuck Berry was, yeah. came out of here. I can I can Tina. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. yeah. My, my, one of my my brother uh, with their masonry. Well, I came in at the same time. His name Jahi Eskridge. Mm. That's his grandfather. Yeah, Chuck and Berry. Him and his, yeah. I know, I know Jack. Yeah, him yeah. and his uh, cousin got a Chuck Berry cover band. Yeah. They've been doing it's, this. I mean, you, you, just, you ain't Chuck. You ain't, it's Ike and Tina, Oliver Sane, mm. not only one of the most acclaimed musicians, but one of the most acclaimed record producers and producers in American music, not even just in St. Louis, but right. Oliver Sane is like, he's credited with some of the biggest names in the history of St. Louis music but American music, Fontella Bass, Rescue Me. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think Rescue C- Rescue Me, think of Aretha Franklin. That's Fontella Bass. And Fontella Bass is one of the most legendary women of music, but let alone one of the most legendary figures to come out of St. Louis. And that's her song. That was something that, you know, that's what she's known for. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Lady, J- Lady Jazz May Willen. Like, man, like, the history and the foundation of her is so significant that this city should be on the same level as Nashville, as New Orleans, as Chicago, as Memphis, as uh, I might say New Orleans already, but all those cities that have their music and their arts and their creative wired into their city and wired into their infrastructure, this is just, they have the same, if not less of the same heritage and history in St. Louis, that's so much. It's the heartbeat of American music. Right. And our city is not inf- not wired into our infrastructure yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a, lot, a lot of people don't realize how, how St. Louis was a hub. Like, if you, mm-hmm. was, if, you, if you wanted to get big in music back in the day, like, if you wanted to get big in music, you had to come through St. Louis. Mm-hmm. The heartbeat like, of American the, music. I mean, the, the Mississippi River is... In, in yeah. the Midwest, St. Louis and Chicago. Like at all 50, I-55. You mm-hmm. can take I-55 in, on the Illinois side, yep. and it ends on Lakeshore Drive. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, just that ride alone, I'm pretty sure there's so many. But I-55, even going average. down to Memphis, you know, you take to it down. Yeah, 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 it go all the way yeah. down. And, and 55 that, 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 that monstrous. Takes it to New Orleans. Oh, yeah. oh. And see, so I'm big on the universe, and so I feel like 
what we're talking about is a part of the universe because if you look and you, man St. Louis is literally in the heart of America and, and then if you think about this music scene think about the heart itself the actual heart and how the veins and and, and the arteries connect and flow the blood through yeah. all our body. Mm -hmm. American music, St. Louis, St. Louis, the yeah. heartbeat, it spreads the music of America. And a lot of artists came through, like you said, to come here and hub. And that music spread out to the West Coast. That's why I call it Gateway to the West. To the yeah. West Coast, to the North, to the South, to the West, I mean, to the East. Like, the, St. Louis is literally the heartbeat of American music. But a lot of us, especially this newer generation of us, we don't take grass of that. Oh yeah. And if we do, we can be a lot more powerful than we are. A lot of people don't even realize, like some of our venues here used to be like the fact that people played at the at the arena or the Checker Dome or, you know, or or the Peabody or what it used to kill. Well, music like, and we and we gonna move into the next question after yeah. this one. But think about the big music stars that perform. Well, people are performing now, mm -hmm. like all these major theaters in the middle, the Fox Theater. Yeah, the yeah. We don't appreciate it the way people in the seventies knew. Like we finna go see X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Man. They finna do their finest to Put come here. Furs on. Yeah. And it's just the whole the whole like Midwest Stacey period Adams. from from Michigan to Illinois, Ohio, all of that. Yeah, it's some heat within our region, but because we not the West Coast, we not down south, we not mm -hmm. uh, uh, the East Coast. We don't get that look. It's, and it, it worked. And the crazy part is it works that same way through whatever you do. Because yeah. I'm big in, like, I skate. Mm -hmm. So I'm big in the skate community. I tell everybody that don't know too much about skating, what T.I. said in ATL, as far as I could tell where somebody from yeah. by how they That's, skate. Yeah. That is a thousand percent true fact. I know somebody from Detroit by how they skate. If you're not from Detroit, you was influenced by somebody. Mm -hmm. East Coast. I know some, if I see you, Sam, are you from the East Coast? I can see you in the Midwest doing a certain style. I'm like, are oh, you from Ohio County? Mm -hmm. One of them areas, they be like, no, nah, I ain't from this who I work with. Like, yeah. that shit show. Yeah. Because we have regions like Chicago got a skate style that resonates everywhere. No matter where we go. No matter where. They know. Oh, well, they do JB. We stand for James Brown type mm -hmm. feet movement. Right. All that, mm -hmm. all that shit. Like, we do that. So, and it's just crazy how that. It goes through every genre of what you're doing. Like, you hear drill music, you know that's Chicago, but yep. the UK taking over drill music now. Like, getting people, you got the whole Midwest pulling out into it. Anybody take a certain beat, talk a certain aggressiveness, they're going to put you in that category. You may not be from there, but it's like, oh, well, these are my influences. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. well, it makes right. sense. And then, real quick, when we move, like, that translates so heavy, but I think about, they say, the infrastructure and how, you know, where it was at. Then, like, we go back to Oliver saying he had Archway Studios and he was cranking out like hits after hits and producing some of the greatest yeah, yeah. artists. Done pocket, I'm out. I don't know what you keep going, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, you know, he was on uh, Archway Studio with facilitating hits and facil facilitating off records and, and some of the biggest voices in the, in the game. So, you know what I mean? Like, we always had the infrastructure, just kind of, you know what I mean? Sometimes the torch fell. So, what what led like, what do you find to be the most difficult in managing talent? What's the most, what's the most difficult part? So of I that? mean, before you even go into that, who are some of the people that you out here managing and getting out to the forefront? Yeah, for sure. So I've been professionally doing my thing. I've been managing for like the last six years. I finally okay. did a Townsend agency and went full 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 time and full throttle, um, for the last 
year and a half or so. And since then, so I've obtained uh, Tonina, who's an international recording artist and one of the most um, amazing bassists in the world. But she's right here, born and raised out of St. Louis. And now she's in L.A. She's signed to Empire. Um, and she's doing some amazing work. And she just literally went out to okay, L.A. like two weeks show. ago. Oh, yeah, but um, Tonina's amazing. And she's doing amazing work and kind of taking off and taking the city with her. But I had Tonina. Uh, LL Manny, I've had her who, on the show before. Who's been on the show? Uh, she's a rising, amazing hip hop and soul artist, and she just released a new album, Drugs, Liquor, and Perfume. Um, she dropping some videos. Just dropped a video. Drop, just dropped a recent. Yeah, I ain't seen it yet, but I remember seeing hey. it when it was coming out. I think it was last Saturday. Kasu Conversations, man, and then she's going, and she's such a hard worker. So next, so this Tuesday she's going in to do another video, Poppy. For another set okay. next album. So, oh, shit. Yeah, so she working hard and grinding. I do brand management for Mastermind. Um, Mas hey, my first time was getting to see him was when you told me to come out to the Sewer Block party. Yeah, also talking to yeah. this day. Yeah. I appreciate that because I got to be. The barrier is right here. I'm mad I ain't say something so I can go on the other side and yeah. record. But the barrier was right here. I'm, my chest is on the barrier. I got to be front row for Buster Rhymes and Spliff Star. Oh, yeah, that's a, okay. And when I tell you, as a person that has loved music and think of Buster Rhymes, Buster yeah. Rhymes to me has always been the top five rapper. Mm -hmm. Just because, even though he, he, you could catch him spitting fast, but you break it down. You can break it down. He yeah. is talking some shit. Yeah. And to be able to be there, like, first he's like, bro, find me. He got me a wristband to go in there. He mm -hmm. told me about it before it came, like, when it was Ghostface Killer. Mm -hmm. He's like, bro, they switch it to this. When I tell you, he told me they switched it to Buster. I threw my hands in there. But Buster Rhymes was yeah. one of my favorite artists. As soon as it rained, so people went down. As soon as that rain cleared, I didn't care how bad my feet hurt. I posted in the front of that. It was packed. Until it was packed, like to the front of it, to the back. I was in the front row by this time. I still haven't put nothing together for my, because it, it was on Juneteenth. Right, Even right. though I went yep. to the Juneteenth event before that and then that, so it's a part of my Juneteenth vlog. Yeah. But I haven't made yet, but I got the video. I got so many clear content shots of Buster Rhymes and Spliff Star. That was one of the moments, like, I get to cherish this forever. Yeah. Because yeah. Buster, he came out at like 9.30. I'm like, man, this shit ain't that 10. He ain't gonna give us the full show. That nigga gave a good hour yeah, plus. Did hour. his thing. He was talking about coming out there kicking it. Like, it was his first show since COVID. Yeah. Mm, yeah. He did his thing. That was one of the most memorable moments of me getting to record some shit. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about, I had two, my phone down, my GoPro. <laughs> I went through two GoPro batteries. Like, I was like, bruh, it I was, got to see Buster Rhymes. My girl loved Buster Rhymes. Yeah. So I'm like, I got a quick video clip for her to mm. send me. She had had COVID at the time. So right. she was Heartbroken, she couldn't come. Damn. Like, but I was like, boy, I get this for yeah, you. I'm a poster. Yeah. I, I left my feet was hurting so bad, but it was so worth it. It was yeah, amazing. To see Buster Rhymes, like, I'm talking. The nigga spraying champagne. I was in the front row to get hit. <laughs> it was like that's how close I was. I'm like, had I been on the other side, I could have shook Buster's head. But that's the gravity too, though. Like, you know, for somebody like Mastermind to be able to open for somebody he like killed that. Yeah. And that's where I got to. That's my first. I've heard his name. Mm -hmm. That was my first time seeing him. I got but I got before my, my phone my shit didn't start dying until Buster, mm -hmm. so I got good footage of him, the lady after him. I got yeah. good footage of hell yeah, people Lee. up to Buster. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was it Molly? Molly uh, was on. Yeah. yeah, she came after yeah. him. She was on too. And then it was one more person. Uh, no, it was just, it was Mastermind, Mastermind Molly, and, and then uh, Buster. No, you wrong. No, I'm, I'm wrong. It was Loop Rat. 
Loop Rat, they're a collective hip hop group. Yeah. That's kind of right. like um, Ill Phonics. They're amazing too. It Loop was Rat. dope. Like Mastermind got said, I was like, I gotta fuck with him. I didn't find him, get him on the show because he had music. I heard about dude, never got to Mastermind hear his music. But he got some good ass music. Yeah. Like the type of rap I like listening to where he's talking about some shit but got a good beat. He has that, co- he's he conscientious. He's a conscientious it, artist. He, I can see him being one of the next up in the loop. Like, he cold with it. And he is. I, I know. He definitely is. Uh, Mo been busting his ass for a long time. He got a lot of material out here too. But I just, I've known Mo for a number of years and I just joined his team probably like the last two years. But mm. Mo is like, and we gonna fact check this, somebody gonna fact check this, but Mo is literally like one of the only hip hop artists that have his own shoe. He had a shoe. Yeah, he, he, he had a shoe, shoe deal with Dr. Shows. Oh, and um, Dr. Shows came with him, and he created them himself. And they made about 500 limited edition release shoes of two different kinds. And all of them are gone except I think it's like one, and it's on eBay. And I think somebody trying to get like a thousand dollars for it right now on eBay. Yeah, but um, he's a he's an amazing creative artist. Um, his heart is in the game. And anytime you have an artist whose heart and passion is in the game. That means it's bigger than money, so that means they're gonna give that heart every single time they do something. So, so as a person who represents artists, mm-hmm. like if I if I'm if I'm that artist, it's in my heart. I just yeah. need proper representation. Mm-hmm. How do I go about, you know, securing a manager like you? So I try to never get a perception that I'm always looking for artists because then I will one, I'm not necessary. I'm not putting the necessary focus on the group that I have. And then two, if you, if people know that you actively looking or you put it out there that you actively looking, you'll never get rest. You're going to get DMs and stuff all the time. And I don't yeah. even put it out there and I get DMs now. There's a lot of amazing talented artists. I just, even respect to them, I can't ante up. You know what I mean? We have to chop it down, chop it down. But if it's somebody that I really want to work with or I know that they really need to put in work and they need an extra oomph, then I'll figure out a way to facilitate um, in the meantime, before we get to management, so that's either facilitating shows or doing being a mentor and trying to facilitate where they need er- actual areas at, then I'll do that. But I also don't give off their perception because I want artists to bust their ass and work their ass off yes. on their own. Yeah. I want them to under- understand the stroll and pay attention to the path and enjoy the ride of getting there. I always tell people, be like, when do I need a manager or I need a manager and I always say you don't need a manager until you overwhelmed mm-hmm. and, that mean, and that means you've putting in so much work and you're doing shows and you got this and this just going on to the point where you just like you've been juggling you're like alright it's time for me to facilitate this to somebody else but it's a double sided sword why I say that because you also should be wanting to put in all this work because you want to know the job and the roles of what it takes to be an artist before you add anybody to your team because that way, when you get ready to come to me and ask me to be your manager, or you go to any other manager, or you go to a PR, you know what you're expecting from that person that you're mm-hmm. bringing on. Mm-hmm. You know what you're expecting because you did the work yourself. Right. You did a lot of the heavy load, whether it was you doing the advertising and promos and reaching out to newspapers and knowing what the lingo is and what the verbiage is, uh, whether it's you booking your own shows, whether it's you facilitating and knowing what your percentage is, all that, whatever. I encourage you to do as much as the work as you can yourself, especially when you're starting off, 
That way you know again what to expect from someone that's bringing on. So when that, if I'm bullcrapping or I'm bullshitting along or I'm not doing my work, you know Facts. that you did the work. You did it firsthand. And so I push every artist and I encourage every artist to look at their craft that way. Because if you're not looking at, if you're being lazy and you say, oh, I just, I just want somebody else to do the work, I don't want to do the work, then you might as well hang it up. Find you a background career in the industry and be well at that. But if you're not willing to do that as an artist, then you already failed yourself. Mm. So, you know, that's what I look for. I look at a lot of artists and I watch. I'm a big student of the game. There's a lot of artists on this scene that I still haven't met yet that I know. I know their music. I watch what they do. I'm a, I'm a big watcher of the game. And there's people that walked up and be like, oh, man, I know you. And I've been wanting to meet you. And I'm like, man, I know you too. And they be blown away. And I'm like, yeah, because if I'm going to be in this role of what I'm doing, I better know my city. I better yeah. know my scene. I better know who's going in, who's going out, mm-hmm. you know, who's putting in the work, who's sweating, who's cold, all that. So I'm a big student of the game, and I pay attention. So I feel like I know when you're putting in work. I know when it's time for you to need off, and I come, and I come, and I facilitate, and I do it. I'll reach out or whatever, or the universe will align us up. When I first started working with Manny, real quick, when I first started, Manny was my first official back in the management game artist a couple of years ago before I got Tonina. And I knew Manny, I hired her, I was working at Oyster Boy as a, uh, the friend of the house manager. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hired Manny as my host, because I'm looking for hosts. And in that midst, we started getting knowing each other and started talking about music. And she was our radio artist. And she started telling me about the music from her. I started going back, looking at her music. And she had, at this time, she had music that she was recording two years prior to us meeting. I think it um, I ain't even going to let my story challenge myself, but she had like, I want to say about 10 songs off the top of my head that she already had recorded and had been out for a while. Just okay. never had a, got up, never really knew how to get them out or really had that spread. And she knew my history and I started doing the Knox Entertainment. I forgot to touch on Knox, but Knox Entertainment was a label created for my god brother and my uh, partner, Marquise Knox, who mm-hmm. is a blues phenom. Okay. He's a he's thirty now, but he's been playing since he was fourteen. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. The, he, I remember Marquise. Yeah, is yeah, yeah. Amazing. He just came out too with ZZ Top. So check out Marquise Knox. But me and Marquise, we we created that brand, Knox Entertainment for a foundation for him to create his own music, put mm-hmm. out his own recordings, and not have to be signed by a major label. He wanted to be an independent okay. artist and do a lot of the work himself. Dope. So Knox Entertainment was that, and I used that to facilitate his management too. So Manny was like, man, you should manage me, woo, woo, woo. And I, wasn't, I didn't shy away from it, and we jammed in. In the first year that me and her jammed, and I think one of that same year, she was nominated for some Slum Fest Awards, Best New Artist, stuff like that she later on. The Slum Fest. But um, all that music was already in the can. She had already recorded. All she needed was somebody to come along and help, know, help her understand the business and dust them off and showcase them and shine them and use the assets that's around for a lot of us independent artists. And that was in my wheelhouse. So we dusted a lot of them songs off and put them back out there and she did some songs to it, like Esta Fago. And then it caught to the scene's attention. Shout out to John Harrington and Slumfest and the ones around her because they, they started paying attention to her, giving her a platform or, or at least opening up those floodgates where other artists started finding her fast forward. Here she is, and you know, I debut album out the can. So it's just about Dope. that stuff, working your ass off and being shown, and you know what I mean, doing what you got to do. So, so you know, 
Do you manage talent, or you, or besides managing talent, are you a musician as well? So I manage talent. That's my full time. I, I used to do spoken word. I got one spoken word song that I that I put out on the St. Louis Blues Society album, 1818. It's called A Letter to My City. Um, and that's the only works I've ever done because by the time after that came out, I had finally decided what my lane was. Right. Like management was something that my dad taught to me too. And I wanted to put that spoken word stuff and being an actual artist on the back burner and do management. So I do management full time. I got about 10 different artists and bands right now. Uh, Manny, uh, Mastermind, Denise Times, who's a legendary jazz vocalist. I do work, uh, facilitating work with her. Yeah. It's amazing. Like she's sung for kings and queens and presidents and Aretha Franklin for our birthday party. Rest of rest so, but shout out Denise Times for trusting in me. Um, the Midwest Avengers, Accurate, um, I don't want to forget nobody, but man, my list is long. Uh, but I do a lot of facilitating work, and then at the same time, if I don't, uh, Zeta Lioness, Little, oh, yeah. Little Dylan, uh, Little Dylan Triplet, he don't like Little no more, so he's Dylan Triplet. Um, but I got a, and they're all different flavors and all different genres, and that's the beautiful thing about it, too. Um, but I also do a lot of facilitating work. Um, I facilitate a lot of management and booking work with Nando STL. Yeah. Shout out Nando. I love Nando. Shout out to my dog his, Nando. I love his work ethic. And I'm going to bring an example up on this. On the overall, and this might answer another question, so I'm going to encompass it real quick. But, like, as, I, as I said, I work with Mastermind starting off for like the last two and a half years or so doing brand management work for him. And obviously, he's a hip hop artist. And then I was working with Nando, and I helped him facilitate a show back in April, the Foundry Show, which was a success sellout 300 yeah that was in april i think now if i'm corrected but 350 over 350 tickets homegrown hustle sold nando sold that show out and that's what a real artist does so that's shout out to that hustle and that drive but what made me want to reach out to nando was i was a fan before we had met i had learned i had knew his music and i watched his hustle and i knew that two of his shows pre-covid had got canceled the rock house show both those shows were sold out and I was just like, man, this dude needs that platform. He needs to get, he, he needs that whatever to help get over the next part of the marathon. And I never, and some people would be like, but you work with Mastermind, so wouldn't that be a conflict or isn't that competition or that? It's not because I work for St. Louis Music and the goal, the mission is what we need to do is start pulling each other up. Mm -hmm. We have to collaborate. We need to take care of each other, whether that's doing shows together, whether that's recording tracks together, whether that's just showcasing and sharing each other's stuff. But it, that competition and that everything we got to throw out the window because the more faces, the more voices, the more undeniable this city and this scene becomes, the more that they can't stop hearing us. The, for a long time, the, the thing has always been the Nelly effect. And shout out to Nelly. I love Nelly. Been a fan when I was growing up. But the Nelly effect, what I call is, People and a lot of artists be like, well, when back when Nelly was going, when they relate to St. Louis, the first thing is Nelly. So mm -hmm. the artist mind is, well, I want to be the fate. I want to be known for when people mention St. Louis, I want them to think of me. Mm -hmm. I want them to think of my voice and my music. And we got to end that. That's over with because it doesn't have to be one face. It doesn't have to be no one voice. Okay. When you got a whole bunch of voices, what does it do? It gets louder. Yeah. So the people from outside this in outside our industry are gonna start paying attention to the Nandos, to the masterminds, to the Mannies, and be like, man, have you heard that rap scene? They're gonna start paying attention to the Toninas, to the Valencias, and, and, the, and the Zetas, and be like, man, have you yeah, heard this soul and R&B scene? Yeah. And then they're gonna start talking about uh, Dylan and 
and um and, and Laker and the jazz scene and Marquise and Blue like then they're gonna start focusing and understand that St. Louis is still a hub. St. Louis is still the heritage that we come from. Right. But it doesn't happen until all of us start believing and breathing life into each other. And that's what we've been missing for a long time. Big facts, bro. So I mean what's what's next for you? Townsend by three agency, all of that, man. Um, right now, what's next for me is Frizz Fest this Saturday. Okay. I do event management too and been facilitating a lot of work. And I'm proud and fortunate to be partnered up with with the Frizz Fest family this year. Uh, shout out to Leslie Hughes, uh, Ricky Rock, Ricky Hughes, and his wife uh, Valerie. They've been uh, facilitating Frizz Fest for the last four years. This will be the fifth year since COVID knocked it out last year. But Frizz Fest is the Midwest's fastest growing natural beauty uh, festival. And it is growing rapidly. It's next level this year. And I'm proud. I'm partnering up with them. I get to present the entertainment this weekend. So we got uh, Dylan Triplett. We got Rhoda G, the impeccable Rhoda G. If you ain't heard yeah. Rhoda G, she multiple time Apollo, Showtime at the Apollo winner. Uh, she's going to be blowing. And we're going to have Lydia Caesar. Lydia Caesar, who's one of the uh, most dynamic R&B vocalists that this city has to offer as well. And then Spinning is one of the most illustrious DJs, DJ Nico Marie. She's spinning as well all day Saturday. But it's going to be, um, I think, if I heard correctly, it's the biggest vendors they've had um, in the festivals this year. So I think it's like over 30 vendors. It'll be food trucks, the pony rides, um, Four Hands, shout out Four Hands Brewing Company. They sponsor a free fest this year, which is huge. They're going to have their... Um, this is the first time they had alcoholic beverages at Free Fest, so they're going to have their truck out there. Oh, yeah. 30% of all the money that they raise on Saturday, 30% they're going back to Free's Fest, which okay. is a non-for-profit free by nature. So I think that's a huge gesture. So y'all yeah. stay hydrated, but drink up because all the money goes back to a non-for-profit. Um, but Free's Fest is my next. That's going to be amazing. And then, you know, we got a couple of festivals that I'm facilitating with my partner, Marquise Knox. We yeah. got we got a festival coming up the weekend in the Delmar Loop coming up um, September 11th through, 11th through 12th. It's going to be right in the heart of the Delmar Loop. We're going to be sharing that detail soon. Dope. And music at the intersections coming up that same weekend in September 10th, 11th, and 12th. And that's national and local artists. Tonina's on the first day of that. So she's opening at the Fox Theater at 7 o'clock that night. And then she's going to be followed up with um, the legendary Roy Ayers. Oh, yeah. She playing, she playing before Roy hey, Ayers, Roy man. Ayers. Like, Roy Ayers. That's a huge deal. So, See, a lot of people, you hear the name, but you don't know the song. It's, you got to hear. You got to know the song that Roy Ayers sing. That, that'll that get you there. If you don't know that's Roy, my Google life, my Roy. life, my life, my okay. life if in you, the sunshine. If you don't oh. know Roy, you got to link up Roy. Hey. She's going on before Roy. That, that was before Mary J did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's amazing. Yeah. Line up. And then Sunday is the big top. Marquise is playing in the Big Top that Sunday, and then I'm emceeing that whole day at the Big Top from open to close at Music at the Intersection, so I'll be there. Um, but we just, we, we, we staying busy, but my main mission is, you know, continue to cultivate and bring up this scene, you know, highlight these artists, make sure that us as men in this industry, we've had somewhat of an easy road for a long time, and so one of my primary, you know, objectives and what I do also is uplifting and highlighting our women musicians, whether they vocalists or whether they uh, instrumentalists. But women musicians, especially black women in music, have had such a hard and rough time not only uh, staying in an industry, but even breaking in because of how it used to be, how the um, environment used to be for women and for black women and for black in general. But 
us as men have to do, and or we're doing a better job, but us as men have to do a, a way better job by uplifting, embracing, and showcasing our women artists. So that's what I try to make sure that I do as well, especially in this city, because we need more, especially for daughters, for for women, for young girls like my daughter. That's, She'll be 14 next week. So seeing somebody with a bass in their hand, other than just a, a microphone and just being a singer, speaks volumes to uh, the future. And that's one of the things that I used to call Tonina the queen of the future. Her tagline was because she represented a face uh, for young girls, and especially young black girls that look just like her, to be lead, lead musicians, to be instrumentalists. And so what she symbolizes helps cultivate the future, and that's why I'm like queen of the future. Dope. So that's what we need to do, is cultivate more and wire up everything that we're doing so we can help our city bring us up. Our, our administration has done, our past administrations have done a poor job at wiring in the heritage and the history that the city has. But we have a bright future with people like Tashara or Madam Mer that can help us hopefully start helping that creative arts and music side get wired in, mm -hmm. you know, create creative film and art tax breaks so we can build the industry here and so we can also attract the industry here, you know, have industries come here and make movies and invest in our communities, have industries come here and want to set up, you know, shops so that we can record and press records out of St. Louis. But that only happens when we show the city how important and how vital that is. We should have all of our legendary musicians with street names all throughout downtown. Yeah, we should yeah. have murals and spots and, and independent artists of the future on every corner, just like in Atlanta. If you go down to Atlanta, almost every corner, whether it's a, whether it's a trash can advertisement, one of the long, big ones, or whether it's just a standalone advertisement, every single corner has an independent artist talking about the next album, the next single. It's just wired in the city. And that's what this city has, the heritage, has the history for over 100 years. So why not us? But it's going to take us to do more work, pull each other up, cultivate with each other, collaborate with each other, invest yeah. with each other, breathe life into each other, stop looking at each other as, oh, they in my lane, no, oh, they in their lane. Like, you know, Nando asked me one day, he was like, man, dude, I would love to do a Cain and Abel-style CD with Mastermind. You know what I'm saying? Like we know Cain and Abel. We remember yeah. like that's yeah. us. Like yeah. we right. don't like, yeah. imagine that happening. That happens when we start understanding that we not against right. we not stop being envy, envious, and we actually celebrate each other. That don't mean sit on Facebook and take pictures with each other and we ain't gotta hold hands, but build each other up. Yeah. Collaborate. Let's work. Because if Let's you get on music. if you get on the possibility of me getting on is it right there with They're you. all looking yeah. at us. Yeah. And you talk about, oh, I want to share my fan base. When your fan base come out and y'all do a show together and y'all y'all cross-pollinate both y'all fan bases, yep. you just added 100,000, whatever, 100 people to that fan base. They just added 100 people to your fan base. The next time y'all come out, y'all got both fan bases, and now they all talking about you and talking about how amazing so-and-so yep. so is yep. from St. Louis. That's the mission. That's what's next. So, me. man, where, where can people find information about you, Townsend by Three, Noxie and T, get, where, yeah. where can they find the info? Man, not, uh, Knox Entertainment, the Townsend and Three Agency. We all on Facebook. We all on Instagram. We all on major uh, connection points. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I don't bite. I love people, as uh, Nico know. I love people. Uh, until you give me a reason, you my brother or you mm. uh, you family. So I'm, I, 
don't hesitate to reach out. I love, you know, even if I can't work with you in the management field, I definitely sit down and, and, and uh, trade trade knowledge and, you know, try to build you up or just do whatever I can. But I'm on all the uh, social platforms. Hit me up. Um, I, I don't bite. And I'm not, don't be, I'm super humble too. So, like, I actually embrace trying to cultivate and lift up the scene. So, I'm here. Bad, bad. So, look. We gotta tap in and both y'all real quick before we get up out this thing. We do a little thing called rapid fire. Okay. We ask a couple quick questions. We don't want you to think too long on it. So KC, we gonna hit with you first, man. Your favorite musical okay. artist. Favorite artist, Scarface. Oh nice. yeah. Celebrity crush. Ashanti. Ooh, 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 did y'all see that dress? Good Lord. Lord. Good Lord. Hey, Fat Joe said, ain't this motherfucker Yeah, oh, Look, dude, she's so motherfucking fine. He wanted to sign off his brother for me. Hey, hey he showed it. We all out this stuff. I can't hear nothing. Oh, there so, we look, go. There we go. Your favorite movie? Oh, um, I'm a hood nigga. Boys in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> if you had one wish like Ray J, what would it be? I want to live forever. Mm. Hey, so look, dream vacation. Somewhere where it's blue water, you know, like one of those beaches or something. I've never been to nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? I've been to Disney World, but I want to go, you know, I want to level up a little bit. That, I got to go see, when I went to Venice Beach, I think it's in the Pacific. Yeah. Pacific Ocean, then going to Mexico. On the yeah, going to Mexico, man. That's, Get that shit was beautiful. Hey, when I went to when I went to the Bahamas, and I got a chance to like you get in the water, the water and you can look down and like my feet was in the water and I could see my feet clearly. I was like, oh, right. this is crazy right here. Uh, <laughs> favorite magazine outlet besides your own? Ozone magazine because Ozone. it catered to spots. It's basically a a down south hood illustrated. Yeah, yeah, I rock with Ozone. So, Lonzo, your quick rapid mm-hmm. fire. Favorite blues song? I got three. Uh, my top is Angel of Mercy by Albert King. Uh, Shine Through the Rain by my brother Marquis Knock. I love that song. And uh, Cairo Blues by my dad, Henry Townsend. Okay. Sure. Deepest Desire? To watch my kids grow and be greater. I want to be able mm-hmm. to live, live, live long enough to see them yeah. fly. Okay. Favorite place to vacation? Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Besides Puerto Rico, your dream country to visit? Brazil. 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 If you had one wish like Ranger, what would it be? Everlasting stability fall. Mmm. Mmm. Dream person to manage? Her. Oh, yeah. Oh I yeah, love, I love her. I love her too. I'm the biggest her fan in the yeah. world. I think she's amazing and the guitar man. She's so cold on that guitar. Yeah, That's, she's so um, dope. She's my just musically like she's so cold. She's amazing. She's one of my favorite artists going right now, and I would do three backflips. I don't even know how to hit notes. Wait, look, sure. I'm about. To, I'm, Nico didn't know I was about to do this. Hey, Nico, I got one for you though. Give me your celebrity crush. <laughs> 2020. Why? I, I got one. Tell you what, my, 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 look, when I was young, I go my young one. Yeah. It used to be Angel Martinez. Ooh. Oh, wow. I used to be, that's old man. Angel Martinez. <laughs> old man. Because of the, I love the
was all pictures printed wow. out of Angie Martinez. Mm. <laughs> she's the old, I said she's the only Latina one. I'll be a court J Lo. Angie Martinez was so funny. When I was a kid, Leah was mine. I think that was everybody though. But I had a post. Now I, I mean, pictures all now, in my thing too. Ashanti. Ari Lennox. Ari Lennox. That's Bay right there. Sorry to my wife. I know she watches. But <laughs> she she know Ari Bay. Like we had to drive. We drove five hours to see Ari. Ari like. Lennox is so. It's just like I just love looking at that. She's amazing. I watched her tiny desk. Uh, oh, oh, it's amazing. Oh, uh, you know what's crazy? Like she is so down to earth. Yep. Like when when you see her show, I like artists that are like they transparent. Relatable. You know what I'm saying? Like when I see her and she talk about her anxiety. Like hell, if I if every move I make, somebody is watching and somebody is critiquing, I'd have anxiety too. Facts, big facts. You know, but yeah, man. I, my, I'm gonna tell y'all mine real quick, and y'all gonna be like, damn, I didn't even think about her. Janae, Ooh, I love, I love. I just feel like she so, had me in I the crib stressed. No. You know, I feel like she had me so stressed out. I'm not, I'm not attracted to her like I physically. I just think, I, I think I could roll, roll up with her, and we'll just smoke and just talk shit. Anything, and I, I wouldn't want to, want to smash. And I just, just like, she's the what her demeanor is like. She, I would rather kick with you as my homegirl. We cool. I can but if it, it go there, yeah, I ain't gonna stop it because right. no, we gonna be lit and we gonna still name. be cool. Yeah. Like, but she, I, I wouldn't be her, her nigga because I just feel like. She hurt my feelings. She <laughs> had me in my feelings. Like, Thanks. she had me like, yeah. she like so what you finna go do? Don't worry about it. Hey, my nigga. I'm like, what you mean? Yeah. What yeah. you mean? Yeah. I'm like, I thought you was trying to marry me. No, no, no. do it out here. We just chicken. We no, just chicken. I can hear no, it. Like, we just chicken. Go so, look, y'all, man. We would go all into our random topics, man. But we've we been kicking it. We done ran out of time ran on this that. episode, man. I got to shout out to my man, Casey Hill. Yes, sir. Shout out to Eliza Townsend, man. Yes, sir. Like I said, the... Alonzo Townsend, man, we in the building. Y'all make sure y'all tap in next week. We got coming out from, I think they over in Swansea. Uh-huh. I think that's how you say it. Swansea, Illinois. Swansea. Illinois. I'm in Illinois, but I ain't never had to say that city, but it's a barbershop called The Experience. Barber and Beauty Team. Oh, yeah. Whole squad's supposed to come kick it with us. Shout out to DeAndre Patterson. Like they gonna Hey, bring your clippers, man. Hey, line me up on the Yo, show. Line bro. me up on the hair, man. Be dope. Be dope. I ain't got but a couple more haircuts left. I ain't gonna bar. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's why I wear hats. Because it, it, the time is coming in life. But man, they a dope squad, man. Matter of fact, one of the the locticians I went to college with. Dope. So she the home girl. I done got cut up by him. He's real dope. So they gonna come kick it with us next week, man. We got a lot coming for you in September. Y'all make sure y'all rock with us, man. We got one more track as we leave up out of this thing. Once again, shout out to Casey of uh, the Bill Brown. Michigan in the house. with us, man. I hope you yeah. have a great evening, bro. Appreciate you rocking with us the whole episode. Yeah. Appreciate y'all, man. Thank Thanks, you. Thank you. Thanks, bro. We got to keep networking, keep building, man. And we're going to play this last song, y'all. It is by, I got it. Uh, shout out, I forgot who, who put the name. I don't want to say her name wrong. Tabitha. She just got married. I think her last name is Boyd now. Uh, she escaped but she sent me this person. His name is Lakes the Voice. Lakes! Lakes is one of the artists. I'm... We got a song called Chicago Turnaround. It's a dope song. We're going to kick that track off the video for y'all right quick. And then we're going to get up out this thing. It's your boy Nico, the great man. We got Passmaster in the building. Hey, Granny, I miss you, boo. Shout out to Granny with her thick ass. <laughs> and we out, man. It's Old thing. Ho Slam for the 21. Whoa. 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 Right on, man. Yeah, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
got it bumping. Hey. Ain't five on the highway. Yeah, oh, you know I do this in my Yeah, oh, bad bitch right beside me. Yeah, oh, and you know she like it my way. Yeah, oh, we gon' do this shit the right. Yeah, oh, only got me for the night. Yeah, oh, tell a bougie, that's my type. Yeah, oh, she gon' do whatever right. Yeah, oh, roll up, beat up, I she ride. Yeah, oh, she gon' suck me while I'm driving. Yeah, oh, she a pro, ain't no denying. Yeah, oh, I keep swerving, I keep sliding. Yeah, oh, pray the cops don't get behind me. Yeah, oh, I think I forgot my license. Yeah, oh, she do drugs right in my face. Yeah, oh, can you be discreet for my sake? Yeah, I ain't new to this, I do this shit like her, her day. I be stupid lit like her, her day. I know you love me, that's what her girl say. I know you wanna be like her, where we lakes, but I. Can't slide every time you ask me. I can't have no nigga try get at me. Oh, she's story good, but don't you add me. Good girls that do really bad things, bad things. Ain't five on the highway. Yeah, yeah. You know I do this shit my way. Yeah. Bad bitch right beside me. Yeah. And you know she like it my way. Yeah. We gon' do this shit the right way. Yeah. Only got me for the night. Tell a bougie, that's my type. Yeah, oh, she gon' do whatever I say Yeah, oh, think I met her on a Thursday Yeah, oh, yeah, that's what she tried to curve Yeah, oh, told me I was acting thirsty Yeah, oh, now she want it in the worst way Yeah, oh, still I hit it on the first day. Yeah, oh, if she was on it in the first place Yeah, oh, no, I came down in for work yeah, oh, I'm that nigga, fuck what you heard, yeah. I ain't new to this, I do this shit like her, her day I be stupid lit like her, her day I know you love me, that's what her girl say I know you wanna be like her, where we lakes But I, I can't slide every time you ask me I can't have no nigga try get at me Oh, she's story good, but don't you add me Good girls that do really bad things, bad things You know I do this shit, my girl. Yeah, oh, no, I can't die for one. Yeah, I'm that nigga, fuck what you heard. I ain't moving if I do this shit like her, her day. Traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Can you read? It's a ethnic issue more TV with your ass she ass.